But hey, welcome back to another Geek Geekish podcast. Uh, we got another podcast for you. We're going to spend a half hour or so talking about geeky stuff, and we're going to talk about censorship. Not about if it's good or bad, but the fact that there's a lot of censorship in the history of video games. And I started looking through a list of games that had parts censored that I didn't necessarily know were censored. So we're going to talk about some of those interesting finds. So uh, join us on social media at Geekish. Join the conversation if you say anything we say that's, you know, off base. Hey, go ahead and correct us on there in a very positive way. <laughs> yeah, we're fine with you correcting us as long as it's in a proactive way. Mm-hmm. We all want to learn here. Anyway, I'm Bino. It's Derek over there. Uh, you get geekish host, and we're gonna go ahead and get right into it because I-, I think one of the biggest ones that's this one's it's it's like pre censorship. Pac Man, all the way back in the '70s, one of the first big arcade games around. It was actually originally called Puck Man in Japan. He's shaped like a, a puck, right? But when they had the uh, release for international games, they were worried that people were going to take the arcade games and use paint or knives to change the P to an F in Puck Man. So, which we all know everybody would have done anyway. Yeah, like they're they're not wrong. <laughs> they're they're not wrong, but. Let's be honest, I'm sure plenty of people had Pac-Man doing obscene things in the side of video game cabinets across the world, regardless of what his name actually was. I kind of wish, though, like, you know, a lot of people want to time travel. I want to time travel back to that little meeting and have that one. It was probably like, you know, some somebody lower tier that was like, um, excuse me, guys. <laughs> have you thought about changing the name? Because look what I can do. <gasps> Shame, shame on us all. Change it, change it. Um, so that one, that one, it was you know technically it was pre-censored, but it wasn't censoring anything bad. So it's it, it's waffling being on the list. That, that that one that one was one of the ones like changing to prevent a censorship. Exactly, exactly. Uh, next on my list is Ducktales, a Disney game on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Why the heck was it censored? Well, apparently at the time, which when you do some research, uh, there was a lot of problem with religious symbols in games. And at the time of its release, Nintendo had some pretty strict policies about any kind of religious imagery in U.S. games. So in DuckTales, in the Transylvania level, Uncle Scrooge is hopping in front of a bunch of gravestones. And the original version had crosses on the front. Well, that was a no-no according to Nintendo's policy. So in the U.S. version, they had to reskin all those tombstones to say R.I.P. instead of little crosses on them. That's a no-no. Huh. <laughs> DuckTales. Woo! Best theme song ever. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think I ever... Re- like, well, I mean, I know, th- I know that in a lot of video games, especially like... I mean, always, there's always been the... You can't have the religious symbols in there uh, or, you know, you can't make fun of it on certain things and everything like that. And obviously some games just say eh, whatever and they go for it. Um, and they don't care if it's banned in another country because they know that their sales are going to sell here or whatever. Mm. But that's that's interesting that DuckTales, of, of all of them, are like, hmm. Yeah, well, I found a lot of Final Fantasy had a lot of things, like a lot of the Final Fantasy games. Everything that was a clinic was originally a church in the other things. A lot of spells that were like death curses and hell curses were changed to rub and white spells and stuff like that just to take anything out there. Even uh, I think it was one of the original Zelda games or something. The magic book was originally just called the Bible. Hmm. But they had to change it because of that on there. It's curious because I want to go back and I mean, I'm sure I could with a couple of seconds of Googling I could find out. But I mean, you remember the original Castlevania game? Mm hmm. You know, it had to deal with vampires and stuff like that. So they had to have. Funny you should mention that. The next game on my list is Castlevania 3. 
because you, three. Yeah, well, because you figure if you, if you go back and look at the releases of the Castlevania games, there it's it's about zombies and vampires, but there's not very many you know, symbols. There's like holy water is probably the closest thing you can find in most of them. But Castlevania three, they did have to censor things because there's a lot of instances of nudity. A lot of the Medusa statues originally were nude female form statues. So in if you look close in Dracula's Curse three, all the Medusa statues have clothes put on them. Um, and Nintendo, I guess, with Castlevania 3 started letting up on some of the religious imagery because in that game, you actually have a lot of things like crosses. There's even a giant glowing cross. They took the globe, but they left the cross in there. Um, but that was one of the first ones that they started allowing some of those to show up in it. I mean, it kind of makes sense because how can you have a vampire game with without some of the vampire mythology, mm-hmm. right? And, and, like, and I, I hear this and I think back to all the other games and... So many games involve death in one way or another, whether it's you're running away from ghosts at a cemetery, your character dies and ends up in a cemetery, you're going through a, a level in a city and there's a cemetery there. Cemeteries are full of religious symbols, and I, I want to go back and see how many games had pictures of cemeteries but didn't have anything like crosses on them or something like that. <laughs> well, inst- instantly, I think of Ghosts and Goblins, mm-hmm. you know, because that one took place in a cemetery. I don't think I ever made it past the cemetery, to be yeah, honest with you. It's but, a hard um, game. Um, well, even that one had its own little, you know, kind of cheeky caveat with it because when you got hit, well, you could get hit three times. It was like, and you lost your armor. And then the final time you're in your underwear running around battling monsters. And I remember even back then it was like, I don't know about that. It wasn't even underwear. It was, it was full on just loincloth, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was something. It was it was definitely something. It was definitely something. Uh, Mega Man, another one. Uh, the Mega Man franchise has, over the years, had a lot of censorship on it, but one of the very first ones was the Mega Man mini-boss, the rock monster, big yellow-looking goober that shoots purple blazers at you. It was originally called the Yellow Devil, which, for his design, somehow makes a little bit more sense, but they were worried that the word devil might be just a little too religious for us Western audiences. <laughs> it's, it's funny how much video games have changed. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny how much just, you know, Japan has changed with, with their video game logic because they're, they're scared that that would be too much for the Western audiences. And now some of the best-selling games, you know, you have Bayonetta, which is, which is you have Devil May Cry, which is about devils and the archangel and everything like Diablo. that. Diablo. Yeah, you have Diablo. You have Doom. Doom, granted, was started here, but Doom, which takes place in hell, and you're, you know, it, it's, yeah. What was it? I mean, what? Mega Man came out in the 80s, so I guess. I don't know. Yeah, time, I don't know. times have changed. I mean, you look at you go, that brings us right back to we talked about Mortal Kombat a few months ago, and when they released that, it was there was an uproar of how violent it was, and they ported it to the home systems. Uh, literally, some of the home systems changed the color of the blood in Mortal Kombat to blue, so it was just sweat getting knocked off their faces and took out some of the fatalities. And some of them, yeah, and, all you people with the Nintendo had that mm-hmm. one. I had the Sega Genesis with the real blood. Yeah, but you could still <laughs> turn it off. <clears throat> I know. And you get those parental controls. Do you want to turn the blood off? Uh, is this a serious question? <laughs> Mom's not in yeah, the room. Yeah, I turned it off, Mom. Mm. <laughs> uh, another thing that seems to be very open in games now is is a lot of drinking. Drinking and drunk characters. So so many games are based off that premise, right? I mean, there's power-ups now. Oh, look, you chugged a bottle of whiskey. He's invincible for 30 seconds. But 
in you're talking about uh soda pop soda popinski yeah the old punch yeah, out game soda for NES. he was not called <laughs> soda popinski he wasn't a big bald nope. guy with a mustache from russia that really liked soda pop his actual name was vodka drunkinski but uh, apparently it uh, was a little too much Russian stereotype and it had a problem with the elements of somebody being drunk while performing their job. So he drank soda pop and changed his name to Soda Popinski. Which, you know, I think even at a younger age, when you were playing it, you're like, this doesn't make any sense, but okay. <laughs> you know what would fit nicely in a soda bottle? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that, that goes back too, because I mean, there was a lot of the games that had, you know, the whiskey jugs that had the x's on them you know mm. and you're like i know what that is but they never like you just imply it like oh, that's yeah it's <laughs> uncle steve's special drink <laughs> it's, it's a soda uh a game that i never played much but uh, animal violence is always a touchy issue with video games and people in general um but ice climber the old nes game had a little bit of bizarre censorship because in the game you go through ice climber and uh there were little seals in the game and intimidating yetis. And you had this hammer that you used to get through stuff. So in the game, you could actually club the baby seals that you were walking past. And in the late eighties, seal clubbing was a, a big pop culture thing. That was a no, no. So they had to make sure to take out the seal clubbing. That's another meeting. I would love to have been there. How that went down in the, uh, the upper offices of Nintendo. (laughs) Oh, excuse me, sir. You actually have seals getting clubbed. Um, have you seen the news? <laughs> oh, here's here's my notes on the the Final Fantasy games going on there. Yeah, the uh, churches were renamed clinics, and all the crosses outside were removed. Uh, the Medusa and Earth Medusa, who were both topless in the Japanese version, were redesigned. Then there's the kill spell, which was known as death to some translations, but Nintendo changed that for the Western version of the game, and they call it the rub spell. Not sure why they which chose Final Rub, Fan- but which Final Fantasy original one? one. It was, and I, I guess it's supposed to be short for Rub Out, but it still seems like an odd. Even <laughs> Rub Out when even even I'm gonna use the Rub Out spell. Mm. What is this? Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> there's there's some games that got censored. Oh my god, I remember that. Well, okay, I'm sure we're gonna get no, there. Yeah, uh, well, let's go for it now. Why not? Because we Leisure Suit Larry, if you don't know who it is, that was what late 80s, early 90s video game character what? that was pretty much just that step away from video games and porn. Like it was right in that line, right between it. Well, and the thing with the thing with Leisure Suit Larry too is in the. I want to say that early to mid 2000s, probably more early, like late 90s, early 2000s games, because it was right on the, yeah, it was PS2 games decided to go the riskier route. So I remember they revamped Leisure Suit Larry and it was called like Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude or something like that. And I played it. And I mean, there's a whole level where you're just a little sperm going up and down drinking beers. It was weird. Um, Two, you also had a game called BMXXX that came out, which had like the topless women and everything like that. And, you know, I didn't have that one, but, you know, my stupid adolescent teenage brain was like, I want to play that. I hear there's nudity. And then you had what the guy game, which was basically at, what Adam Carolla and who was the other dude? From uh, that Adam Carolla show? and uh, Jimmy. Uh, no, the he's got a late, late yeah, night yeah. show now. Uh yeah, that, that guy. <laughs> Why can't I think but of his name? Yeah. But it was kind of based off of that show that they used to Jimmy have. Jimmy Kimmel. 
Okay. Yeah. So remember what what was that show? The, the that Man Show. Used to have the Man Show. Yeah. So they had the, yeah, they had the Man right, Show right. and then the Man Game. Yeah, and the, but the guy game came out kind of based on that, which was a whole like little like hey, and I just I don't know. It was a wild time in the early two thousands when they thought they could just keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. I mean, that's also that's not the first adults only game, but there was adults only games that were out there. You just could never find mm-hmm. them. But yeah, Le- Leisure Suit Larry was. Uh, well, that was one of the things. Even in the early nineties, it, it was like King's Quest, where it was just you know the graphics were terrible. It was just this weird story going through there. But instead of being a champion trying to save the realm, you were literally like a middle-aged gigolo with a bunch of money trying to hook up with women, and that was the entire mm-hmm. point of the game. It was so awkward. <laughs> yeah, and in the in the in the revamp one, you were in college, so yeah, that was. <laughs> I forgot about that game. Uh-huh. Probably for good reason. <laughs> that was a, that was that was a, that was a, that was an interesting game that I felt weird playing too, and I was like, mm. I, I was young enough that back. Do you were you young enough that you got the sample demo discs on the big five and a quarter inch disc? They were all the shareware versions. No, okay, so. I, I had all the I had all the sample ones on the PlayStation. Yeah, so back in the early nineties when the computing was still you know big deal, we'd get shareware versions of games. So it would be the five and a quarter inch flop, big floppy discs. Um, and you could get a, it was basically a game demo. You get a little version of a game. And I find a couple of those, at least later on, because you always go to the computer game store with your parents and you see a game like that and you're picking up the one next to it, trying to look at the cover of the other right. one. Like, I wonder right. what that game is all about. <laughs> oh yeah, this is great. What's that one for? <laughs> well, and also too, if you remember, if you remember also in the nineties, you know, games came out like Duke Nukem and everything like that. But in those games, you could turn on the censorship mode because I remember my uncle installed it on my grandma's computer for whatever reason. I don't know if he, like, I don't know why. I mean, I, <laughs> she knew I was she found out he was playing Leisure Suit Larry, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> right. No. So like he put it, he put Duke Nukem 3D on there and he's like, yeah, you can play it. And he turned on the safe mode, quote unquote. You know, I figured out how to turn it off. <laughs> So, I mean, if you don't have ever played Duke Nukem 3D, it is a very in-your-face game with innuendos and just toxic masculinity and all that jazz. And, I mean, you go up to the strip joint, you hit spacebar, and it's like, shake it, baby. And she, like, takes her top off and does that. So, like, when I figured out, I turned it off, I was like, what is this game? <laughs> like, not only does it go to, like, super violent, it's just all that's thrown in your face. I'm like... What is this? And that's weird because like a lot of 90s games like Mortal Kombat had that feature where you could turn off the safe. Yeah, was it just, it just to appease the censors and people thinking they had control over it. But kids are smart. When you give kids video games and say, don't do this, they'll find a way to do it. Even today, kids on the Internet, you right. say, oh, we're going to block those sites. So they can't do them. Well, kids are really smart to figure out how to get around those blocks. Give them give them an hour. They'll figure it out. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, another one that uh, I, I never knew about until prior today was Bionic Commando. It was the old Nintendo game where you had like a little grappling army shot around and you went through levels and killed bad guys. The original game of that, uh, the evil bad guy was named, well, Hitler. The game was chock full of swastikas and the eagle logos. And in the Japanese version game, if you beat it, you go through and you get to watch Adolf Hitler's head explode like scanner style. But in the U.S. version, it was just a little too violent. So instead of Hitler, you're fighting against Master D. And instead of the Nazis, you're playing against the bads. And like, 
<laughs> I, I I can understand the censorship at some points, but isn't like beating up Nazis wasn't doesn't that get around some of the censorship codes? Well, here's what's weird too. So let's see, when did because you had Bionic Commando that had that right? Um, if my computer would type. You have, and then shortly after that, you know, we're talking like three years, probably being built the same time that was, you have Wolfenstein 3D, mm-hmm. which the whole point is you're fighting Nazis in the very end. You're fighting Mecha Hitler. Yeah, you was, you're and, escaping a Nazi prison, killing them all and trying to save yep. the world from them. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean... And then, you know, we got doomed from that. But that's it's weird how much changed within those four years from between Bionic Commando and Wolfenstein 3D. Mm-hmm. And granted, there's two different developers. Wolfenstein was made here in, in the States and Bionic Commando was over in Japan. So, I mean, I don't different, know. I mean, different strokes. That <laughs> well, that's the thing that we were talking about, too, is like you look at a lot of the Call of Duty games or the, the Medal of Honor games or anything like that. And you go over to Germany to play them. It's not about Germans. Yeah, there's there's know? things changing there. Like there's people with very strong opinions of no, you're not going to paint us as a bad guy of the world. You're trying to destroy in this game. Yeah, <laughs> the, they they have they have a lot of censorship with the swastikas removed and everything like that. And then you even go to Australia, which nothing against them, but it's funny because like Australia was started out as you know a place where they're going to send hyper violent pr- prisoners and criminals, right? And now. In the modern world, they censor their games big time. There can't, you know, if there's like over the top violence, and everything like that, they censor them. And like you said, people find a way. So people, thanks to the internet, will go and get the non-region specific game mm. and still play it. So I still remember. Was it uh, when Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out? Is it the one with the Russian in the airport level? Modern Warfare. Two. Modern Warfare Two. That. I I honestly I played through that level. And it gives you the option to skip it if you want to, but there's well, there was a level in that game where you're literally a Russian terrorist and you have to mow down civilians in an airport as you escape. Mm-hmm. And it, it did say this is you know graphic that you can skip this level if you want. And like of course I'm 22. I'm not going to skip this level, but it was I felt weird after playing that level. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing too is like you can complete it without shooting. So I mean I think once you like because we like. When we go into it, this was before, I mean, the internet was still like kind of talking about it, but like you go into it and you don't really know. And then you start playing and you're like, mm, I feel weird. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is like you didn't, in the beginning of that game, it didn't really tell you. It just said that there was some violent things and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Do you want to skip it? And, you know, like you said, we're 20 something years old. We're like, I'm not going to skip a level. What, what is this? And then you play it and you're like, ooh. And it's funny how you go back to stuff like Bionic Commando or whatever. And they're like, no, no. And then we go flash forward to this and you're like, <laughs> wow, guys, that escalated real quick. Yeah, it's funny. You were mentioning some of the other uh, countries having more strict rules on things. How about Contra? One of my all time favorite NES games. They didn't even call it Contra in the PAL regions. It was called Probotector, and all of the humans in the game were turned into robots. Bill and Lance became RD-08 and RC-011, and all because German content laws at the time said shooting people in video games was not okay. So, <laughs> Maniac Mansion, another one that had a ton of stuff in it. Like, 
I don't want to get into everything because I think I found a website that's literally, you know, 20 or 30 pages of things that were censored from the original Maniac Mansion. For its time, Maniac Mansion was an amazing game. It was like a, a role-playing puzzle-solving game on the NES, but there are all kinds of different things you had to do in certain orders. But there's a lot of happenings that went on the mansion that were not okay, according to Nintendo censors at the time, including some extra frisky alien tentacles and recipe books on shelves and things like that. That it's, 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 it's worth a good read. You can find it on there. They couldn't even use the, the engine they used to develop the game was the script creation utility, and they called it Scum. But they couldn't even refer to scum in the credits because Nintendo said the word scum was offensive. So even the acronym S-C-U-M-M was too offensive to put in the game. Even that was the actual engine used to create the game. They can't use scum because it's too offensive. Yet, what, in 94 we have little little rascals where it's like, you're the scum beneath my toe or between my toes mm-hmm. <laughs> in a kid's movie. Yeah. Um, Final Fight. Uh, the first two oh, bosses, uh, the the D-Word and Sodom were the bad guys' names. And so they had to change their names for the, the U.S. versions of them. They replaced... The D-Word? D-A-M-N-D. I probably shouldn't say that word since the student radio station replays our podcast, you know. The Damned? Uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's censored, not that censored. bad. Censored, <laughs> What is this, the 80s? Hey, all right, back off. <laughs> I was like, the D word? What are you talking about? They also uh, had to take out all the alcoholic references at a final fight. And the health recovering items, they were steroids, and they turned them into medicine. And then instead of when one of the car gets destroyed in a bonus stage, instead of, oh, my God, they had to say, oh, my car. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's is it funny is, like, is that how, like, you go to Streets of Rage and for power-ups and for health we get giant chickens that we kick out of the trash can and we eat because mm-hmm. we can't have pill bottles or whatever. <laughs> because the original thought was you were going to find some PCP in the trash can, which gets you to the next <laughs> level. But now you're going to get some rotten chicken and you're going to be good to go. <laughs> right? Kid logic, you're walking around, somebody kicks over a trash can, you see some chicken come out and you're like, oh! <gasps> <gasps> I've been training my whole life for this moment. <laughs> well, and it's funny too because, I mean, you, you look at that you know, steroids or pills or whatever, and then you fast forward to Left for Dead, a zombie game, and one of the stimulants in there to help regain your health is pills. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you have a first aid kit, but then they're like, pills here? So, I mean, that's... <laughs> we don't know what they do. <laughs> it's like a bad night when you're poor to rave, but something might happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Kart actually had a little bit of a censoring going on because when you win the characters pull out a bottle of champagne but in the oh, japanese version yeah. bowser and princess peach both start drinking the champagne and get get uh, get a little tipsy so they had to change all that stuff in the american versions not to promote drinking <laughs> let's see you already brought up duke nukem we talked a little about mortal Kombat, but mortal Kombat and dc universe actually had some of the fatalities oh. censored, which I don't know where they draw the line. Because you watch any of those new Mortal Kombat games, like it's it's literally it stops and crops and zooms in on every violent part of the game. So what the actual fatalities they decided were? Oh, that's going too far. Like, <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. So I I know I know, I, and I'm not the only one. But when um, Mortal Kombat versus DC, the Injustice game first came out, the first one. Mm-hmm. 
I played that. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. And then I noticed that it had a teen rating. I'm like, what? And then you start looking at some of the fatalities and it's exactly that. Like Joker pulls out a gun and then all of a sudden it just zooms in on him. And he's like, blam, ha ha ha. And you don't see anything else. And, you know, if you've played a Mortal Kombat game, that's really watered down. And it pissed a lot of people off mm-hmm. because they centered it. And I think they went the route of like, oh, we want to make this. We want to make appealing to more of a you know, fan base, we can't have Superman get his brains blown out by Joker because that's too much, but that's what the people wanted. So and it's it's Mortal of, Kombat game. Like, the, it literally yeah. made people famous by ripping somebody's spine out of their body and holding it up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so with, with Mortal Kombat versus DC and then the Injustice game, it's it's like they were trying to appeal to more of a mass, and it was like, mm, you guys kind of just screwed your fan base over on that one, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, well, and, and here, since we're on the topic of like the hyper violence, you remember in the what was it late '90s, a little game called Postal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> never, never played that one. <laughs> I, I never played it either. But my good God, I know all about it. You know, basically, you're this, you're this, uh, you know, employee that uh, just has enough, and you. It's like Grand Theft Auto, but way worse. Grand Theft, I mean, Grand Grand Theft, Theft Auto, Auto for the workplace. Like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto was bad enough as it is, and I had the first, you know, the top-down one, has, and that has a parental advisory sticker on it, so you know it's good, right? <laughs> um, but, I mean, Postal went a whole different route because Grand Theft Auto was just top-down at the time. Postal went the route of, like, full-on hyper-violence and stuff, and I, even that was, like, yeah (laughs) but that one that one raised a big stink too but uh south park the stick of truth you know surprise south park getting censored but the what they had to pull out of the game i mean there's there's a lot of questionable content that game to begin with but the european version had to remove all five references to anal probing they also cut out the abortion mini game and the german release swastikas were covered with black boxes so that right there, you look at the description of what they cut out of the game. Does it make you question what the rest of the game actually has in it? Right. <laughs> You're like, these are the things we cut. What kind of game did you make? <laughs> and uh, one of my my old favorite games, Parappa the Rapper, had a sequel called Um Jammer Lammy. And it was oh my a, god, I forgot about that. Yeah, game. it was a nice PlayStation game, but they actually had to um, censor Um Jammer Lammy because originally in the sixth stage. Lammy trips on a banana and her soul leaves her body and she ends up in a hell and has to do like a tenacious D style rock off to return back to life. But when it was released in America, instead of being banished to the underworld, she gets her belt buckle stuck on a door and stretches and flung away to a faraway island. And then she has to play for her freedom from some woman on an island to get back home because they couldn't say that uh, in her song lyrics of going to hell and fight the devil. I'm pretty sure there was games out then. Yeah, that was PlayStation time. So that was late 90s, at least early yeah. 2000s even. I mean, there was a Spawn game for crying out loud. That game sucked. But but maybe at I that mean, time, because maybe it was also the rating, because for Parappa the Rap was, I'm pretty sure, a G-rated game or E for everyone game. E for, e for, yeah, E for everyone. And that's probably where it runs into the same thing of uh, a G rating versus a PG rating. You look at like, what's wrong with this? Why can't this be G-rated? There's just very specific contents and words and... <laughs> Well, and what's funny is going back to South Park when they did the sequel to The Stick of Truth, they had to censor that one too 
because they had a whole different title for it, and I don't remember what the title was, but the title of the second one, just to jab at the sensors, is the fractured butt hole. So it's the fractured, but then it's spelled B-U-T and then W-H-O-L-E, but you say it together, and without context, it's, uh, you know, that's them going, <laughs> we'll get you. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's funny because we know that back from the radio days with the censorship stuff. There's very specific things that can and can't be said that even though mm-hmm. the intent behind it might be completely different. But, oh, you put those two words together. That's a no, no. That's a big fine. But I can say blah, blah, blah this. Oh, yeah, it's OK. That's way worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, that's that's the end of the list. I looked up for it. I know there's literally thousands of things we could find in there. But uh, you got any other ones you want to bring up before we uh, wrap things up for this week? No, it's just one one thing that I do want to touch base is like I mean in any JRPG game, you know, Japanese role playing game or whatever like that, a lot of the games over there are a lot more risque than here too. Because I mean, you look at you know one of the most risque games here, Dead or Alive, and when they did the beach volleyball, everybody's like, oh, oh my gosh. But I mean, there's actually been characters. And I'm pretty sure it was in the 90s. And I can't remember the game. I just looked at this the other day. But there's characters that were tweaked a little bit and, you know, made to have more clothes on and everything like that. Because in the Japanese version, it was like, eh, whatever. But, (laughs) you know, prudish Americans apparently (laughs) can't handle it. So there's that. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's kind of funny to see what is allowed in games and what's not. Um, You know, and you look back to the early games, and I did play this one. Um, the first, no, I didn't play Manhunt. There was a game kind of like that, but Man- but Manhunt was like just a whole torture game itself, and that one got a whole, like, hubbaloo about it. And it's funny to see, like, which games go down the line when there's stuff, like you said in Call of Duty, when, when we're playing that, we're like... You, you find some games that got commercial success, so one mildly inappropriate scene makes headlines across the world, and people talk about how horrible it is. But then the game yeah. three boxes down on the shelf, you're like, anyone else seeing this? Like nobody cares about this at all. This is this is this is like Jeffrey Dahmer stuff here. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, one. Well, it seems like too. If you go on Steam, you you know people can develop their own games and put them up there. And there's a lot of people who are just trying to push as the envelope as far as they go. And those games usually get taken down or whatever like that. So there is still, there is still some monitors. So that's good. But I mean, well, that, again, that, that, that is a scary part of the internet. If you've never dove into that yeah. and see the kind of games when people get a hold of the source code of games and put in the, the mm. nude codes and put characters in other situations, that's a dark part of the internet that you don't want to go to alone after dark. Like, <laughs> I don't think you want to go do it. I mean, it's not, it's not even the nude codes. It's like when they start taking real life tragedies and trying to put a spin on them in the video games yeah. where you're playing as the person who caused a tragedy tragedy. And you're like, guys, you got to stop. It's, this is not OK. But uh, yeah, I mean, you brought up the nude code. Remember the uh, fabled cheat for Tomb Raider? Yeah, that never existed. <laughs> but so, I'm sure plenty of people have made some, but. Oh, yeah. Since then, yes. But, I mean, that was another thing that brought up a whole big stink, too. I mean, that was the gossip on the on the schoolyard for a little bit. was like, oh, I, I swear I activated my brother's brother, brother, you know, yeah, was my, my brother's my friend's. My brother's friend's house. We were there last week, and they totally put in the nude code on Tomb Raider. And everybody went, oh, really? What is it? I don't know. They wouldn't tell me what it is. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, well, man. well, you know, we were both creepy little teenage boys, but it happens. We this yeah. shouldn't be news to you at this point. But uh, let us know what you think <laughs> at Gig Geekish uh, social media channels. Let us know what are some uh, games that have been censored that we might have missed that you know about. Again, stay away from the dark web stuff. Don't care about that. But games that were actually official releases, they got censored. If we missed something, let us know at Get Geekish. Love to hear more of them. And I'm going to post some ones we talked about today on the website with the blog as well. So I was going to say, I guarantee you we missed a lot of them. Because especially in the early 80s when people were still like, <gasps> about video games. Mm-hmm. Even in the 90s. So, yeah. Well, I, we, I know we missed some. What are some that you know about that you were just like, I can't believe this was censored? Yeah, let us know. At Get Geekish. Appreciate you uh, spending the time with us, Derek. Been a pleasure as always. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk at you next week.